0: Hello, I'm here today with Sue Burton of Colour and Style. Hello, Sue, how are you today? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Are you? I'm great, thank you. And we're here not just to talk about one edition of I Am A Woman Who, which you featured in the 2021 edition, but you also featured in the 2020 edition as well. So that's two chapters. You'll soon be writing a book at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a few more stories to tell yet, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but you call yourself a lady of colour, a colourful lady, and that's what what it's all about isn't it you work yes. with color but it, it's not just a recent thing how many years have you been in business now?
1: Well this business I've been doing 30 years it's quite a wow. long time but prior to that I think my childhood has always been around colour you know I've come from a very artistic family so with a grandfather who was a well-known landscape artist my mother and grandmother were both talented dressmakers and my father was a painter and decorator so it's inevitable I'll be working with colour somewhere along the line <laughs> So, <laughs> yes so that is something I'm very passionate about as you can see you know my world yes, is full of colour your yeah.
0: world is full of colour and it's, it's amazing and I, I love the way in your your story you talk not only about your past but obviously your journey as well and your journey took you to Turkey and you really embraced yourself in the country. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Wow. well my two daughters were away at university
1: and I thought this is an ideal opportunity for me to have an adult gap year. You know I never had one when I was younger so I decided to take up the opportunity to teach English in the Turkish school which I thought was a wonderful opportunity and of course it enabled me to experience a different culture which is really interesting. And also I was fascinated by the fabrics over there, obviously because I'm interested in fabrics and colour, but, you know, the textiles were interesting and the colours were vibrant. So that was, a you know, another way of combining um, what I do with colour, but also just as a, a little bit of a gap year, really. So that was a nice experience.
0: Yeah. But you embraced it actually into your business now because the, the, the scarves and everything that was, you wore scarves when you were in Turkey, but you got all the ladies to to brighten up their own headwear that's right yes because of course for cultural reasons we had to
1: you know cover our hair even when I was in the school I had to cover my hair with a, a headscarf and at first I thought oh no it's such a hot country the hot climate I really don't want to be wearing a scarf but actually as soon as they put it on a silk scarf I felt instantly much cooler and I realised why the ladies do wear one, well, obviously, cultural reasons, but to protect the head from the sun. And of course, the, the, the fabrics, the silks were beautiful and the colours were amazing. And of course, yes, I did meet one or two ladies who were quite intrigued. You know, what do you mean? What, what is colour analysis? What does that mean? So it was quite interesting to, to show them while it was over in Turkey, but also recent years since I've been in obviously back in Britain a long time now I've actually had some Turkish clients now my Turkish language is very rusty <laughs> <laughs> um, but fortunately one of the ladies who attended for a consultation it, she although she's Turkish she does live in Britain and her English is perfect as as good as my English so she was able to translate but that was an interesting experience to have the Turkish ladies here in my studio
0: in Britain so yeah. not only
1: was I over in Turkey they were over here as well.
0: And that doesn't end your international story, because obviously we were all hit by the pandemic last year. And whereas a lot of your work was face to face and you weren't an online business at all. Tell us how that's changed in the last 12 months. Dramatically. Absolutely. It's enabled me to reach clients much further afield within the UK,
1: of course, but also internationally. I never expected I would meet clients in America, Australia, Canada, Italy, and so on. So literally, they've been able to step into my studio from wherever they are in the world. But not only that, I've been able to step inside their bedrooms, because usually they're on a laptop. You know, with a Zoom consultation, they're able Mm -hmm. to show me the contents of their wardrobe. So I'm able to help them, even though they're the other side of the world. It does have some challenges because, of course, the difference in the time the international time differences. Some evenings I've been working quite late, 10.30 in the evening, but it's been eight o'clock in the morning in Australia. You know, I've been freezing cold here in Britain (laughs) and on their Zoom, I can see the glorious Australian sunshine coming through their windows. So just kind of think, oh, I wish I could be there. But yeah, so yeah, it's been really interesting, fascinating meeting different people in different locations. Through the beauty of Zoom, you feel as if you know those people. You know, you get Mm -hmm. to know them, even though I've never met them physically in real life and never will. You know, yes. one lady in New York was so pleased with the service I provided that at the end of the, the session, she said, oh, if ever you find yourself in New York, she said, there's a guest room here ready and waiting for
0: you. And I thought, that's wonderful. I've never had that ever. <laughs> so I thought, oh, we get a holiday out of this one. <laughs> so go, yeah. go on a world tour so yeah. I can see yeah. you travelling around the world. And, you know, if we do look back to 12, 15 months ago, I bet, was it even in your plan that you would be going international? No never
1: I mean I've been doing this so many years on a face-to-face basis and like with many businesses you think there's no alternative you think this is the way you do business until mm-hmm. you put into a situation where you have to change and think out of the box and think how can I do this you never realize that there's another option so Hello. yeah yes. it's- It's a complete surprise. You know, I still have to pinch myself sometimes. I can't quite believe I'm
0: talking to someone the other side of the world,
1: you know.
0: And that's great where you can grab those opportunities. And it was an opportunity, you know. I don't think you saw it as a setback. Oh, I can't do my job anymore. You just looked for another way. And I think that, you know, you have to applaud you for that because you've totally embraced and it's been so successful for you. But I also know that you're supporting your daughter in her new business venture. And that's got a very close link with what what you do because you often dress a lot of mother of the brides and things like that so tell us a bit about a bit about your daughter's business
1: well obviously Charlotte has got the experience in the bridal industry and initially she just needed a bit of a push really and some encouragement and also some support although she's very talented and she knows the bridal industry inside out she's very young and she just needed that bit more support so I've only really been kind of you know the support and push her in the right direction now she's She's thriving. You know, I can sit back now and you, Charlotte, you get on with it. You know, you're, you're doing fine. So yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. wonderful. But again, that was something quite scary to do when, of course, we were in, you know, the COVID situation and had to, you know, adhere to all the restrictions. And it's a big worry starting a new business. No matter what we do wedding wise, you know, weddings may Will be very different in the future. But at the end of the day, a lady always
0: needs a bridal gown. So I think we're fairly safe that way. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <Yeah. laughs> and so, what's next on the horizon for you? So, oh, what's next?
1: Really, um continuing with the face to face consultations. I'm quite excited about that now. And also, still developing the international clients uh, through online and really just stepping back and actually admiring what my daughter's going to achieve. You know, that's a wonderful thing to do. You know, to, to to set back and, and say, okay, let's hand over to the next generation, see how well they succeed. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, yes.
0: And if I could ask you to share a top tip or insight with our audience, Sue, what would that be? Always to follow your passion
1: and always grab every opportunity you can. You know, it's not necessarily what you know, it's sometimes who you know as well, you know, can get you on the right foot. And just attend as many networking events as well, because that's a way of, I think, getting your message over you know it's the only way that people get to know you as well.
0: Thank you Sue and if you are interested in reading Sue's stories because there are two of them in the 2020 and 21 editions of I am a woman who today we've been speaking to Sue Burton of Colour and Style. Thank you Sue. Thank you. Thank you for joining the woman who chat weekly podcast this week i hope you enjoyed it you can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business in the meantime you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your woman who journey